0: up everybody it's joe lapuma you were listening you were watching the complex sneakers podcast as always i'm with my two friends my two co-hosts to my right mr Matt welty
1: it feels like it's monday but it's wednesday <laughs> it is well it's like yesterday was fourth of july yep
2: we're a little out of schedule <laughs> he, he always announces the day that it is even though it's yeah, never sure. the actual day that people yeah. are listening to this yeah we're a little out transparency.
0: of transparency yes <laughs> to my left the world traveler
2: hi mr up? brendan dunn yes hello how you doing i'm okay i'm in london right now
0: yes he he will be in london when this post is this like a
2: hologram of yourself <laughs> yeah Just a I'm, I'm version? no i'm trying to keep the people uh aware since so yeah it's friday it's tuesday it's wednesday we're here we're there yeah like you said transparency
0: absolutely how, how was the birthday celebration
2: it was it was good thank you yeah Little, a yeah. little more lively than the impromptu one we had on set Ed, that, that was yeah, cobbled tried. together in the in the no. minutes when people realized that it we wasn't tried. You wish you had gotten a cookie cake instead. You know I hate the cookie cake. No, he
0: likes donuts.
2: I do, I do. But we don't need to talk about me anymore. Well, we do. We could talk about me. But just All right,
0: that's today. it. A minute in. No more from Jer- <laughs> No more about Brendan Dunn. What do we got going on since we haven't been together in the last 48 hours?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I recorded this one super early. I was at the beach over the weekend. Another one of those situations, like I described being at a music festival recently where the rain was was hovering overhead. And Mm -hmm. I feel like this is one of the curses of being someone who's super into sneakers is that other people will go to events like that or um, environments where, you know, things might get a little bit dicey toward your feet and they don't worry about it or Mm -hmm. don't think about it. Or ruin your day, literally. Yeah, you like plan your day around, uh, you know whether or not your shoes are appropriate whether for a setting or not hey i there love he that you know like every we were at the beach and the rain starts pouring down we're standing under this concrete thing for for um some cover and mm-hmm. everybody else is kind of not that worried about it and i got it wasn't sneakers but a pair of loafers in my bag oh, like, i wow. can't let these get ruined loafers the to the beach huh you are wearing loafers to the beach wow well, he
0: thought he was a mykonos
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay with teddy and yeah you thought you were a Mykonos? where were you uh, was that a misplay right up top I mean, no,
1: but I mean, that's, a, I mean, that's well, like
0: a little bit of uh, Aperol spritz and, uh,
1: I mean, you know, a little bit... A couple regular. extra buttons on buttons. It, exactly. What, what, would our, what would our good friend Max Holloway say about your, your <laughs> footwear situation?
2: <laughs> you use slippers at the beach, I'll slap you on the backside of the head. Yeah, he said uh, that, right? Yeah. What, what do y'all wear to the beach for footwear? Normally, I would have been a Yeezy foam runner guy, but I just can't do the foam runners right we now. We did do
1: a sponsorship with Merrill and you do have a pair of... Uh, Yes, you're right. Hydro
2: the Marrow hydro You think Hydromox I should have the done beach, them? Though? Yeah, it's 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 a it's. it's is there it any more heavy? hydro environment than that? <laughs> no, but is it like a sandal or it's like light? It's light. It's a okay. foam one with the holes on it. Okay, they would have been perfect. Well, you're absolutely right. Yeah, those are.
1: I feel like there's a lot of actually like really
2: cool shoes and we you can we, wear to the beach. We right can talk
1: about it more. Like I guess I don't know, but yeah, as we get into the topics today, but there's a lot of like footwear that I wouldn't have even considered five six seven eight nine ten years ago mm-hmm. that i don't know maybe i'm getting older maybe trends are changing and things are getting cooler where you just see, all of the above you see all these like random sort of just like outdoorsy mm. non-hype cool shoes where you're like oh that's a that's a cool that's one i would wear you know what yeah. play
0: i want a lot for the beach especially if
1: i'm like kind of on vacation and
0: like I get like the really cheap thong sandals just really just for the beach though. Wealthy, what are the ones with the Brazilian flag called? Javianas. yeah. <laughs> Is but that not you, even Joe? cheaper than that. It's only because I the like $2 thongs. Yeah, I only go like barefoot like to the beach and then it, as soon as I would get back to the room or whatever, it's and I always like leave them. So uh-huh. I, I'm not walking on the beach I'm walking barefoot. I'm not like going to lunch on the beach with them. It's just if I'm strictly going to the beach just yeah. Toes in the sand.
1: One of my biggest misses uh playing off of last week when you when I would say big so and so footwear. Yeah. <laughs> I remember sandal related was this when we had Burt Kreischer mm-hmm. on full size run, and I had assumed that he would have been a big fan of the reef sandals that had the the beer bottle opener, yeah, oh. on the heel, a classic, an absolute yeah. classic. Which, which you would think design. would be a yeah, a shoe. He yeah. loves sandals. He loves drinking beer. Shoe. Yeah. He's like, dude, that's disgusting. I never, <laughs> yeah. I would never, <laughs> wear I would never <laughs> wear said that. Yeah,
2: you you know what shoe I think would be super fitting for the beach right now, and a shoe that we glossed over a bit uh, a few months ago or a few weeks ago, rather, when we published our best new sneaker designs yep. of 2023 list, is the ACG, the Nike Water, Water Cap. Cap Plus. Joe, have you seen the Watercat? Yes. I,
1: I think yes. I mentioned it on here. It's like, it's, yeah. uh,
2: perforated, right? It's it's like woven on yeah. the upper. It so looks like the just... Keen unique. Yes, exactly. I, I saw one. I went to Nike. Nike. What, what is the Nike? House of Innovation yeah. uh, here in Midtown. And there were a bunch of them on the shelves. And that was the first time I'd seen the shoe in person. Those look good. That would have been a perfect beach shoe.
1: I think people are like slowly coming around to that. I remember like mentioning that shoe. I think even like amongst. All of us, like yeah. maybe like a couple months ago, and yeah. it was kind of like those aren't Blue cool. cool. It? Yeah. And then it, it's it's slowly starting to heat up. Nike hasn't done too much with it. There's like a few colorways. I think you brought it up on. Uh, you looked it up here. Yeah, on one of the episodes. But yeah, the all white colorway is pretty cool. There's a purple one that mm-hmm. kind of looks like it's like
2: dipped. Yeah. Also, just just to mention, I did see those at the nike house of innovation I, it's on fifth avenue yeah but have y'all been to that store oh no no wait so that you're just talking about nike town wait can you buy them it, it's the new version of nike Town. can it's, you buy those there can we, yeah yeah, yeah. Can we just, can we just oh. call it nike town it's not nike town it's it's a it's a mighty tower uh feel, in celebration of nike's it? incredible innovation how, it's a fine store how far but, from here it's it's a 17 minute walk i feel like maybe 13 minutes so closer
1: working with you, you throughout the years I feel like <laughs> you do like to be like very proper. like proper this is like the actual you mean correct actual factual whatever this Thank is like you, this. Joe anyways but I also feel like you don't like to pay service to brands and like what they want you to perceive yeah. things when in yes. actuality that's not yeah. the real thing yeah and there's nothing that Nike likes to do more than have their self perceived as a innovation brand because that's like the biggest buzzword ever around nike yes and i feel like calling it the house of innovation and just saying dude that's nike town is kind of like puffing up nike a little too much it's a moment of brand fealty yeah like playing
2: into their narrative rather than the actuality of it i love this conversation and i do think it's a delicate balance to try and strike and you're you're absolutely correct in everything you just said Of you know you you want to call things by the right name but also you want to call things what they really are. Well, there's kind
1: of like like colloquial sort of names where it's like nobody – if you just mentioned to someone uh, like a a New Yorker, have you been to the Nike House of Innovation? I I guarantee you a lot of people would have no clue what you're talking about if you were like trying to use it as a landmark. That's
0: a good point because I thought it was an office. Having said that, what if he had a pocket protector (laughs) in that left pocket with – a notepad and was going through the space and checking all the innovation and then concluded this actually is a house of innovation. Would you then? A, a towering except, abode of innovation. Exactly. Just uh, like innovation. a little inspector, like a restaurant, just
2: going through, okay, okay. Yeah, grading it on, on innovation. it's exactly. It's also a different building. It's not the, it's not the old Nike town. So I, I do feel like it deserves a distinct name. But I just will say that I never go in there and wow, it was popping. I didn't realize that that store was that much of a draw for people. So I guess it's serving the Nike town role in that way. And maybe it's because it was hot out and people were enjoying the AC. That's why I was in there mostly. A of dry fit no? <laughs> there's, there's plenty of dry fit okay. on the shelves. Yeah, You know,
0: which has a great dry fit section. I don't know if I said it before. Where I get my socks. <laughs> tell tell
2: the world where you get your socks. Dicks, baby. Ugh. Yeah? Yeah. Are
0: you a big dry fit guy? Yes. That's like the Bayshore uniform. Black dry fit. Short running shorts. You didn't know that. Just to live, well, or, I wore f- dry for fit for athletic sh- activity. Just to live, I wore. I. It's funny, I like barely wear dry fit in the gym though. But <laughs> but,
2: but
1: when but yeah, I know it's I know it's bad. I feel it's like bad. you. I feel like you keep like a six pack of Nike black crew socks yes. on you at all times. Yes, that's just, and that's dicks. A powerful move. That's and yeah.
0: dicks, dicks, and Nike crew socks. But also, I wore the dry fit shirt on last week's episode.
2: Right. You didn't. Re- you, didn't re- <laughs> you didn't. Don't talk to, don't talk to me about not recognizing that You didn't even know it was my birthday. You want me to remember that's the exact true. outfit you it's wore? Not true. We had the donuts. What did you notice? How wealthy shuddered when you said
1: dicks? No. Oh. Yeah, I. You know. Uh, I mean, I worked. Yeah, uh, you're, you're like you're, uh, you're triggering you choose, some memories. If
0: you could choose one place to go back to for a day, Foot Locker or Dicks.
1: You know what? Uh, man, that's tough because Foot Locker obviously was like a cooler place to work at mm-hmm. I guess at the at the time better shoes yeah better shoes um just a different like sneaker environment because you're actually working in an actual like sneaker store versus
2: Dicks being a more sporting, and, yeah, goods,
1: sporting store. goods store. Sporting goods store. I worked in the footwear section of Dicks in, in in the back, but I feel like nowadays I feel like Dicks may be a little more exciting because of the footwear. A li- not just because of oh. the footwear. Well, kind of, but With also fishing gear and all the other yeah stuff. The so just, golf section. Just is being awesome. in a just being in a sporting goods it's store true. for one day. It's I think kind of edges out just being in. A footlocker in the in the middle of the mall, like across the street from uh, Annie Ann's.
0: I I agree because like Dick's, Dick's you may be able to get like the driving range net. You know, you just pop up there, <laughs> like you, you you know you. And you're, you're, you're almost procrastinate. Like... <laughs> you pop up to the third floor, hit some swings. Let's go golfing. You know, and, like and I a feel little. like.
1: We're in the sneaker space so yes. much, you know, and then going back into the Foot Locker. It's not that it's like part of you misses it, but you're back and just in the world that yes. we're in where Dick's feels like a little bit of like escapism from you're like talking to people about like running shoes. Yeah. And like you said, there's like a there's a fishing section. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's I sp- could see you getting some sport, s- sports equipment, some reps maybe <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know, so, some
2: deadlifts on the lunch break.
1: I think it'd be a little more. I think being in Dick's would be a little more fun for
2: eight hours i think that answer is a total reflection of where some of us stand on sneakers right now where we feel so jaded and we've lived this life for so long that being in a footlocker doesn't feel that different from what thoughts are pinging around in your brain on any given day
1: looking at your twitter timeline or whatever and you just see like the same like yeah sneaker deals posted yada 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 all the same stuff and then you're just like feel like you're transported into the same but uh, dicks dicks
2: did they ever try and make you work in a different section Sell some hunting rifles or something. So I did.
1: I did. I. There was one day where they made me like try to cover a shift in the. I think it was what? in the in the fishing in the. Oh wow! Did you have to have qualifications for that? This was the crazy part. So it was. I. I want to say that it wasn't just fishing. It was like the hunting and game section. So it was hunting and gathering. No, <laughs> no. But gathering? I mean, I did, obviously I had no. I had no uh, Oregon Trail. I had no. 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 Great so, game south to west i had i didn't have to <laughs> handle it but it was like the hunting and fishing yeah sections so like they sold guns and whatnot in the in the store and there was like fishing but there was also all the other stuff that's attached to it sure in like yeah i mean i i went fishing growing up and like i've like you know caught a sh- couple bluegills in your time shot shot <laughs> shot trap uh with my dad but i'm not like super well versed in yeah. those worlds so when people are coming up to yeah. me like asking me questions about that stuff i'm just like yeah this one looks cool. I don't know. You're yeah. like, I can't necessarily get
2: you the right rod for your yeah. fishing excursion, but I can tell you which Nike runner will best exactly let the water flow from exactly. it when you step into that river. Yeah. What
0: about a Bass Pro Shop though? <laughs> I mean, you love them. That would be fun. I
1: mean, my my I've said my favorite uh, retail store in America is the LL Bean flagship store oh. in Freeport, Maine. Should, okay. Everyone should go visit it. sometime. LL
0: Bean had the initials on the backpack, right?
1: Yeah. You they, had one of those with they, the with the big three M reflective it's so strip. So weird!
0: I never had it. It would have been perfect, JLP, JLP, and
1: I never had them. Yeah, have you yeah. ever had one? No. Maybe, maybe we can make it happen. He for had you, a little Joe.
0: satchel. I could tell. <laughs> what satchels elevated than <laughs> the LL Bean LL Bean backpack was a was a
2: elevated was a
0: <laughs> was a suburban classic. Yep. We'll put it. I don't know anything about that. Oh, it was all over. <laughs> yep. All Same over. for you, wealthy.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's like one of. The, I feel like it's one of the. Do you have MJW? No, I didn't blind have the backpack spot for me. What is oh, MJW? That my th- initials. It was like this backpack. Oh, oh sorry. Backpack. <laughs> sorry. Yeah.
2: sorry. I thought that was a different brand.
0: It was like the yeah, and it was this backpack that everyone had, and it was like
2: the three initials was the thing to get. I never had it. I mean, we, we can make it happen for you, Joe. Dreams come true on this podcast. That's hope. Triple black. You know what I'm dreaming of? What the white? <laughs> I'm I'm dreaming of a, a weird sneaker renaissance, and I feel like. Some of the Footscape stuff that's bubbling up could help us get there. <laughs> Thinking of the Watercat, I'm reminded again of the Union Jordan 1 that's coming out this summer that has that Footscape woven type section
1: across the middle. I get it. Um and I know we're always like, "Hey, we don't want to like judge the product until like we get everything about mm-hmm. it." And I I love Union. I love the Footscape. Yeah, I think Union's Jordan 1 collaborations have been some of the best mm-hmm. ever. But <sighs> it's just too much. It, it, we've seen enough pictures of the shoe where mm-hmm. there's like, there's no, we love stories behind shoes, mm-hmm. but there's no story you can tell me behind that's that, going to make you like that that's shoe. That's going to make that design element work on that model.
0: But yeah. if anyone could do it, Chris Gibbs could tell a it story. Should've, it should have been. Do we know any of the story yet or no?
2: No. I could it's guess, but. A, it's a, it's,
0: it's well, also it a collaborative. Like, or
1: it
2: the footscapes or?
0: It'd be, a, putting, it'd be
1: speculation. Matter. Okay. It's also a, like a, three-way collaboration technically with yep. like Beffy's be- be- yeah. be- okay, okay, right, right, wife right. so I don't know if there's some sort of story there or whatnot which it, which would be cool but just the design language of the shoe I think I've said on here that shoe would have been 10 times better if it was a low top mm-hmm. just because if to me it fits I know there are like midscape chuckas yeah well I mean that, I mean, that, that sorry that midscape I said from, midscape yeah, yeah. Nike footscape. Air footscape, footscape, footscape. woven chucka. yeah yeah,
2: yeah. I, yeah. You, had a, you had a pair of those right I the rainbow the... pair
0: yeah, the rainbow pair recently. I got them.
2: There's actually a rainbow-ish pair coming out next year, not of the chucka, but of the low. It's it's. it's- it's coming for January 2024. Mm. The the rainbow weave on it is a little bit lighter, but like a gray and white with the rainbow. I I want to see an era where that type of weird stuff is is cool. It again. comes back, yeah. Or I think... maybe not cool again. I don't think those were ever that popular. Aside no, from that, that, was... that rainbow pair of the Footscape World. That was shakka. definitely
1: in. Go back and go back and listen to it, like the Jesse Leva episode mm-hmm. yeah. of the podcast. That was definitely his whole niche, but one. Footscape collaboration that I feel like got gets slept on that's so good to me is that Bodega yes did multiple pairs of the Footscape back in the day and it was like I thought it was huge they had like a Nike collaboration then because I feel like for a lot of boutiques it was like leather one having a Nike collab was like a benchmark where it's like a lot of boutiques didn't I gotta look these up I feel like a lot of the real
0: heads appreciate the Mm -hmm. Footscape wovens, especially Uh, I will say when I posted my rainbow ones it was definitely met with some like dude, these are not it. Really? From like, yeah, yeah. That's, From like, I guess, I guess n- maybe younger sneakerheads. That shoe is so recent. How heads. would you not know? Yeah. That's not just that like, old of a shoe. Just like, these are not it. These are not it in well, my I, th- I, I feel IG like
1: comments. There's like, it, we're going to get into this more, but there's, there's always been these kind of like warring forces within footwear, mm. you know, when you talk about the cool sneaker space or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, And there's people who are just only into like, the traditional like what's considered cool silhouettes like a... At that moment. Or just overall like okay. a, like a Jordan 1, Air Force 1, sure. Jordan 3, Jordan 4, like just those kind of like home run yeah, silhouettes. And then there's also a lot of other shoes in that space that have been cool over the years, but they're more like weirdo, funky shoes. And yes. it's like some people are into both. Some people are into one, not the other, but there's definitely like... A, a collision sometimes between the two and some people were like you can't like that shoe if you're into sneakers you know that's not a sneaker head shoe and yeah. you're like it totally is yeah it's fine i one of
2: those for me the we, you were talking about the bodega collabs the footscape ones the air footscape motion woven tz the leather pair with the just yeah. the chunky you know like woven section on the side that looks so good to me but i think
1: there was a a woven too that was like the air max 360 sole but it was like a off-white mm buttery suede or hairy suede with like pink, mm-hmm. pink woven and then like a pink air unit on it. I love that type of stuff. What else am I excited for? How about these Terra
2: Squad Air Force Ones? Are you guys excited about that? I will be getting a pair. I want multiple pairs. I want all colorways. So there's a white and black. That's the one I'm going to get. Here's the thing. Actually, I want to preface this because your boy. Yeah. I PG thought about it. I thought about has it. A couple pairs. PG,
0: I thought about it, but now, too much.
2: I'm a little surprised that PG was willing to put the early pairs out there, given his
0: they, history
1: with Fat Joe. They have the J the JC on the back. Not talking about Jersey City.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? Joey Crack. Oh. So wait, he got an early pair.
1: He has two early pairs.
2: He has the white and black. He he also said, don't quote me on this release information, but I'm going to go ahead and quote white him. And baby blue. Yeah, it's I think that way is called porpoise. So he was saying that the white and black he believes, based on what he knows, is more the general release, and that the white and blue is exclusive maybe to up NYC or maybe that's to New cool. York, and then that there's a gray and pink one that's a friends and family. To me, this is this is, you know, we talked. We have to have a weekly Tiffany Air Force One segment, right? Yeah, it's it's a requirement. It's in our contract. This shoe is ten times better than that. Yeah, of course. Joe, can you agree? Uh, Which colorway? All of them. Just the project in general. This is a real celebration of what the Air Force One really means. Yeah, I calculated. With I pulled out my pocket protector and I did crunch the numbers.
0: I'd have to think about that. Can we sneak
2: this onto the top ten sneakers of the year list? Maybe the black and white. Just or the which one? Any of them.
0: I just the say, gray and pink probably, I, but I'm going to get the black and white. I, I, just, yeah. I, o-
1: I always hold it with the caveat of, I'm not talking about hype or resale value, mm-hmm. but it's, you just need to like wait and see how a sneaker is received You're right. in the market before you You're right, put I'm get getting it, too excited. Because it... Cause yeah. it <laughs> Not that it, like, it doesn't matter if well, a shoe yeah. doesn't sell <laughs> no. out instantly. But if it's just, like, something comes out and then, like, a month later, it's almost, like, kind of forgotten about. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that this is going to happen to that shoe. But just no. sneaker projects in general, you just have to wait and see how they yeah. play out.
0: What I would say about this shoe, 10 times better, I'm not sure. I, like, it, haven't thought about it. It's a shoe that you want to own. It takes me back to all the videos where yes. he was, where he was like... You would catch a glimpse of an Air Force
2: One. Yeah, what is that? In a music video, the, you know, just yeah. very briefly, like, a few that's, frames.
0: That's exactly like, and it, it's just a shoe that I want to own, black and white. I'm, that's the one I'm, black and white, a little too white for me or no? Little, little no, I think panda? there's enough black. Huh?
1: little too panda?
0: No, I knew you were going to say panda. That's why I, I, went, I pointed at you when he started the <laughs> f- discussion, but I don't care. I don't even mind the pandas. I've said that on record.
2: I so. like that shoe a lot. What which,
0: which one's your favorite color out of these three?
2: Um, I don't know. I, I I'm, We haven't seen much of the gray and pink, right? No. no. Okay. I, I'll, Do you like black and white better than the light blue one? That you I'll, saw I'll take the light blue one because I remember Fat Joe saying that that's his favorite color, that baby blue. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about Eli Manning licking the soul? Yeah. Come Shout on. Shouts to my boy Th- Dylan. That...
0: Shout out to my boy Dylan. He knows, he knows he, he's a content machine and he's the one who got me Eli Manning on sneaker shopping and Eli Manning came to my apartment. Do you guys remember that? Eli Manning came to my apartment. Yes, yeah, and gave me the Saquon shoes. Yes, yeah. big I, moment, I do huge, that. huge moment in my footwear history. But in your life, in my life, yes. Shouts to Dylan, but yeah, even Eli was forced to lean back. You saw, <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, let me let
2: yeah. me ask you this: Does Eli licking the sole of the shoe not place that colorway above the white and black for you? Because I no. think no, no.
0: I, I respect it, but
1: black and white still. Here's okay. the question, though. So you had just proposed a question to Joe. Do you think the shoe's 10 times better than the Tiffany Air Force One, mm-hmm. right? And Joe said he wasn't ready to answer it. Mm-hmm. But let's transport ourselves into a, a make-believe situation, right? I love this. So Fat Joe is sat besides us in the studio, right, hypothetically, and we're talking to him about shoes. And he sa- me. says, Joe, tell me my shoe is 10 times better than the Tiffany Air Force One, which I can picture that happening. Playing out. Yeah. Would you would if Fat Joe asked you that? Would you, what would you tell him? I'm not ready to say that.
0: What do you think? What you can't you think, commit
2: to it just yet. I think, no. would. I think you what would. What do you
0: think he was going to throw me out of the studio? <laughs> I don't I know. Talk to, I talked to him fairly enough. I talked to him often, ten times. I'm not ready to say that. I just said I eight? want the shoe. What about? Uh, what about? Yeah, you worry about you worry about him. Okay, not me. <laughs> okay. You're good with T S. Okay, might as well get the chain. S Mayor, we good. No, Fat Joe, we we good. <sighs> Joey Crack, good hypothetical though. <laughs> I, I will say, I will say, I thought about it for a second when I saw PG about
2: buying the pairs from him.
0: Eh, a little negotiating. Yeah. yeah, I saw a little. I thought about that quick though. Quick, he sold them already. He sold he sold those in like he posted them, yeah. and then he sold them in like. 10 minutes, I think. Good
2: for him. I'm happy for Paul.
1: Actually, no, not good
2: for him. I'm not happy for him until he comes on here.
1: There were a few, yeah, there were a few people hitting him up, being like, dude, if you have those in a size 10, I need them right now. Really? Yeah, yeah, Like, well-known people were like, I, like, people who would, you would think would just be getting them whatever, like, are are that, like, clamoring for them. Hmm. So, sounds like a top 10 sneaker of the year
2: to me. We'll see. I'm looking forward
1: to
0: them. I would love to... I would love to be discussing that with Fat Joe potentially on the Complex
1: com panel. That'd be fire. He'll be taking notes. <laughs> I'll <don't, laughs> be keeping I, you honest. I don't want to be
0: at California Pizza Kitchen when that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't. <laughs> don't don't. You said you'd put in a bid on it, but don't want to reveal it. No, don't yet. But just saying, We're upcoming, d- upcoming, yeah. upcoming. There's a big thing that Joe put in a bid in that's going to be revealed on air. Yeah, oh, I know, I know what it We're is. We're going to Okay, And
0: you guys are cool with me. We. we I feel like we got to reveal it.
1: Yeah. On now. Air. No.
0: Oh, no 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 when, when i come back from vacation even if it's five minutes even yeah, if okay. it's like you know it could be a lot less than his burst bursting <laughs> but <laughs> you brought it up not
2: me <laughs> you brought it up
0: not me. you know but like yeah just just like five minutes i figured just because people were looking at me crazy that episode and that's the only thing we'll say <laughs> you, all right you know what i'm really excited about
2: last bit,
1: last bit of sneaker news for no no, no we can so, keep going we got, got lots to talk about got uh Hit up. So NJ Skate Shop, who's done uh, yeah. Nike Nike sneaker collab. Yeah. Nike SB sneaker collabs in in the past. Including? Uh, they did the Toxic Avenger dunks. I think they did the high hair ones. I know yeah, high a, hair. I don't think there's other ones that I'm probably missing. Either way. But they got a collaboration with New Balance. NJ Skate Shop has a shop in Jersey City. They did a Jersey did they, It's... Yet to be revealed, I guess, or mm-hmm. it's been hinted at, but they're doing a, it, they're doing. No, they're doing a Jersey City New Balance. Is your face on the insole?
0: Are you going to be like the inflatable person outside the, the store on release day? And, you know, just like, what is it,
2: the inflatable tube? He's going to have the sign. Well, He's exactly going to have the big wealthy, sign flipping just, it, spinning just, it on, wait, his on his
0: finger. On release day, they're going to put you in the front. They have to. Like,
2: just go in like this, with, like the inflatable. Or you can, you know those old Getty images of the <laughs> New Balance, I think it's a 992 or 993 yeah, yeah, suit. With the big googly eyes. They need to get you dressed up in one of those for this release. I think they,
1: yeah. I think they actually did a. I think they had mentioned online that it's like a pre-order situation that they're for the for the shoe, So I don't think yeah. there's an actual like big lineup where it's like you put in your size and then you'll end up getting it. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was cool that they're doing a a Jersey City New Balance based around. Are um, you going to get involved Sounds in the release? stadium? Yeah, get and in and the how release? are you? How are you connected to it? Oh, they just they hit me up about it. I don't know, not to do uh, I, anything, but. Uh, It's not like I'm not going to become like you said. I'm not going to be down there be a mascot meet and greet Matt Welty at NJ Skate Shop in Jersey City. I mean, I don't know. It hasn't been off. I'm picturing a line around the block.
0: A little, little, yeah, like a little meet and greet. What if you just say 50k for a walkthrough? Please, (laughs) right. (laughs) Was it 50k for? I also
1: did the 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 Born in the USA Bruce Springsteen that nike dunk high yeah that was nj skate shop i believe so as well okay all there's like a bunch of new
2: because like toxic avenger yeah. is from new jersey as well all of jersey's biggest cultural exports put matt welty on that list yeah who
0: you the video uh <laughs> what was the dj what's the dj, DJ esco was just 50k for a walk through don't panic that's gonna be you in new jersey <laughs>
2: One more sneaker news tidbit I want to mention, and this may be a little bit too early, but I heard this from someone who I trust, so I do want to mention it, and I think it's something we can all get excited about. Someone told me there's a big bubble Air Max 95 retro anniversary Big bubble, more like big JLP shoe. Planned for Neon? 2025. Neon? I think ha. they'll bring out OG colorways. Has to be. Here for it. Imagine if we get 95s back with the, with
1: the big... Big the, boy on him. The big body? You know? The big body bubble? I mean, yeah. I've been alluded I feel like Although, that's been like alluded to like a, over the over the past few well, years. You, I've brought it up in the I mean we yeah. I think we you, like yeah. I said hypothetically, I'm like what if they did this, you know? Hmm. I think I well, actually Take when notes. I went to Somebody n- in
2: Beaverton's taking notes. When no, I went well, to Nike the most can't, novel can't, no, i I'd
1: asked I asked Nike that directly in like oh, okay. twenty 18, I believe, when I went to the campus and they did the Air Max 720.
2: Yeah, and that was an era when they were boasting about the big, How big the bubble is they could make. And the 270 was the tallest
1: air did unit go ever. Or you to campus? 2018. <laughs> Who went? Sorry, what? Who went with you? It was for <laughs> what, that... What, like you have to have an escort? No, I'm wondering. <laughs> I, I don't remember this trip. No, it was for when they did like that... Um, it was like the year after like the Sean Weatherspoon Air mm-hmm. Max one where they had done... It was like that regional... Um, Air Max design thing that they did in, like in New York City. They did hmm. a Seoul Korea. Yeah, I have those '97s. Yeah, so it was the Shanghai '97s, like the mm-hmm. the light blue with the red. Right. Yeah, with the it, right. it was for that where they had like the creators there doing the shoes, but they also were doing Air Max 720, the mm-hmm. full length bubble. And I they're like got to interview the person who makes the airbags themselves. And what I want to know is that why aren't the airbags? <laughs> I know the reason why is because the original pressurized air bags had greenhouse gases in them Mm -hmm. so they had to make them smaller because that's why they weren't as big as the og ones because they couldn't literally pump them up as much but i was like so how come if you can make the air bubble this big now how come you don't make do that on retro pairs and then they were like oh well uh maybe there'll be some of that in the future but that was like 2018
2: so well i look forward to seeing those again just just one person who i trust mentioned it to me super early We'll see when we can solidify that news, but it's something I'm excited about, and I'll spend my hard-earned money on some... Fingers crossed. (laughs) Joe's got his fingers...
0: Like this? Please. (laughs) Cross
2: (laughs) over here. Should we talk about the sneakers we're wearing? Yes, we should. We'll do what he got on.
1: Uh, Shout out, Joe Fresh Goods. Great dude. Go watch his episode of the of the podcast yes. as well pandemic yeah. era would love to get him we in need him sitting right here yeah, physically in, yes. in studio with us but uh these are the new balance 610 trail collaboration that he did
2: okay
1: Do i we... forgot that there were two
2: colorways of those i told
1: yeah. you that as we sat down here
2: yeah, i, I was kind of kind of second guessing myself i i have the other one i wore them upstate it felt like a it felt like a proper upstate show i was on a farm
0: okay. yeah i'm doing the solomon xt4 og just uh, one that's in my rotation now.
1: I have those in like the red colorway, like orange. It's like red to gradient to yellow, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just such a. I forget, remember the whole era of like bright red shoes. Not gonna wear them. I just have them... like the red October era. What size? Yeah, where everyone they, it came in? Do you have them? <laughs> <11. laughs>
2: maybe uh, maybe, maybe uh, no, I'll take eleven. No, I just haven't. Venmo. I just haven't. <laughs> maybe uh, I'll Venmo you. I, he said take you them at first. I, I want to wear them,
1: but Not any money was being exchanged. Yeah. Hey, question about. Solomon's, because you've been wearing them a lot lately, and I've been, I obviously love Solomon, yep. but are they weird to wear in the summertime?
0: No, but I wanted to talk a-
1: heavy. No, just because, like, the shoes, how like, it, it is. it's like, well, I
0: wanted to talk about Kind of
1: waterproofy or weatherproof.
0: I wanted to talk about that when we get to okay. the topic okay. a little bit. These, I don't feel it. No, okay. I wouldn't, sh- I wouldn't pr- sure if pretty it was light like to me,
1: a sweaty shoe. But um,
0: I definitely wanted to bring that up and mm-hmm. see how that that plays into what we're probably going to get to a little bit very
2: yeah. soon, I'm doing a Nike Air Max one from 2010. This is the scuba blue pair, black and white color. You could almost call them a panda. I remember fondly waiting for this package to arrive when I was in college. I remember exactly where I was when I finally found the package, unlike my packages these days, it actually showed up.
1: Isn't there yeah. a article on sneakernews.com from back in the day where it was like Brennan Dunn's like top 10 favorite shoes of all time and that shoe happens to be on it.
2: Yes, the, the memory is, is always impeccable. Yeah, not obviously not an incredibly important shoe in a pantheon of, of great Nikes or great sneakers in general, but I, I was hyped to have them. Is, and it, is it
1: still in your like? No.
2: Okay. Especially because we're in an era right now where we're so spoiled when it comes to sneaker retros and brands working hard to get shapes and materials right. And you know that that one's like not... It. Yeah, I mean, back then it was exciting, but when I go and put on a shoe from 2010 and that era of Air Max Ones, and it just feels flimsy in comparison to the
1: stuff they've been making lately. I also feel like, and we can transition into this too, is that like the archive of like things that have come out since then is just so much deeper and so much vast. Where it was like in 2010, it was like if you wanted to be a sneakerhead, now that there wasn't cool and exciting things out there, but mm-hmm. it was like more like slim pickings of like the models that you could actually purchase on yeah. the market. Like if you wanted to get something that was just a little bit different, you had to really dig deep and try to find a OG pair. Yeah. Versus like now it's like not everything's available, but there's just so many other styles available yeah. at sneaker stores.
2: The shoe is also a little bit big on me. Of course, I bought these before. Matt Wealthy changed my life and it made me realize that I'm a size Wait, 10. I know, we, I know
1: we joke about that, yeah. right? But do you feel like now that you're like – size 10 fits you better or do you feel like you just <sighs> wear 10 and a half
2: i don't know i'm paranoid about it i i try and buy size 10s these days when i'm buying sneakers mm. there's also a spot of mesh on them just like that yeah. extra bronze and new balance that we talked about a few and, and you know what the soles are a little squeaky so who knows how much life they have left uh, in them
0: and you're going on a trip are you taking those it's yeah risky. i'm testing
2: it out as a travel sneaker
0: okay how many pairs are you bringing on your trip what's in the rotation
2: the loafers okay a pair of brooks running shoes and, yeah, and these Air Max ones. Okay, but I you know, p- know, if the sh- if the soles fall apart, I mean, who the cop. you know, who knows, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Action Bronson New Balance, and then I guess this uh, transitions in here. We saw a few weeks ago, or like two weeks ago, where he had previewed a unseen pair of New Balances, nineteen mm-hmm. oh six R. On I've seen yes. them, but on stage. Yeah. No, I've, I've, there's there's some more colorways, but we'll talk about that later. But um he had also we we're like oh is it a collaboration or not you know and you saw the laces up close and it's definitely like a similar style lace to the ones that were on the 990v6 yep. but 2 days ago from now he uh he, wait uh, what two? no yeah, from right no. from today like from so. when we're recording this not 2 days from when you guys are watching this he had posted on instagram another teaser mm-hmm. wait 2 days from Two days know, ago, it's okay, you, you, you two days from... ago from today, got it, got it. Two days ago, he had posted like a teaser, and I don't know if it was like a mesh bag or something, but it was an orange, like mesh background, and it had New Balance on one side, and then it said specialized in life, which is kind of like the tagline mm-hmm. for his New Balance yep. line in a 3M font. So that is that. So,
0: oh, it is, yeah, it is the one that he wore on, stage. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. The, yeah. They're they're working on some stuff. I feel
0: like that brings us to our topic. Yep. Keep me honest here. Obviously, a lot of sneakerheads have been into kind of like the Mesh New Balance, the A6. Early 2000s sort of footwear. And then, exactly, early 2000s. Would you say that 2017, 2018 was like the dad shoe boom? Or is that late? I just remember being on episodes of Sneaker Shopping around 2017, 2018 and asking about like the dad shoe phenomenon would you say that was the start of the boom or what you're you're better at like i would say so
1: i would say like that era um i would say that that's like 2017 2018 Mm -hmm. was like when new balance first started not that new balance had had moments before but that's Mm -hmm. like when all of a sudden like the 990 like caught fire like the v4 was like a big thing at, at that moment um and i remember like putting you on to the v4 at at that moment mm-hmm. uh there was a salmon colored pair of that so shoe good. that was super limited. It was just kind of like a not like so a good. test run, but just like mm-hmm. a, not a not a special yep. collaboration or anything in it. It came out, um, sold out, and I remember Macklemore yep. wanted the shoes. Yeah, we tried to get him tried a pair. getting the shoes. I hit up the people at New Balance and I was like, hey, look, Macklemore and this is before New Balance really caught on and I'm like, hey, Macklemore really wants a pair of these shoes. Yeah. I'm like there, and then there's no more of them left I'm like is there any way that like you have any of the fabric left in the factory wow. and you could just like you make, were going to take I, a road trip up that. there and, our <laughs> our friend, and put them though. together or yourself? just like make him a yeah, shoes my friend yeah. Ben. Ben. yeah I don't know I mean for the time it would have been a good big look for New Balance for Absolutely. him yeah. to co-sign it and he was huge in, not that he's not huge in footwear shout out to his Bogey Boys collaboration mm-hmm. that did pretty well recently with Adidas but I thought it would have been a big like co-sign for the brand given his whole like Jordan history and the mm-hmm. hype around it but <laughs> that feels like the genesis
2: of it to yeah. me, especially when you think about The Balenciaga Triple S was kind of this Franken... It's not a shoe that I like, but it was kind of the extreme Frankenstein version of that design language. Mm -hmm. And I think helped put it out there in the most uh, cartoony way. Yeah, what a chunky shoe could look like. And the term dad shoe, I think, has evolved a little bit since we first started using it half a decade ago. But to me, that's... What it meant back then, and then you have the Wave Runner Adidas EZ 700, which I think was the first super popular modern dad shoe, and it all ties into because Stephen Smith designed that yeah. sneaker and designed a lot of the New Balances that now are the foundation of what people think of when they think of dad shoes. So it was all related yeah. design wise. And
0: someone who I grew up with was like, "Oh, you need like need to get me on sneaker shopping. We'll shop for some uh, just... New Balance dad shoes." I was like, "New Balance is." Crushing right now, and he was like, "Yeah, but I meant like these, and it was like the six oh eight. eight." Yeah, two well, Now like, like I, I feel like, yeah. I feel like that is like. Now I feel like the term dad shoe is like maybe reserved because that's what the shoes that my dad wears, the six oh eights. Like, and the and what we'll get into is like, is it really? They're they're not to me. They're like performance runners.
1: Performance, I, it's, it's, shifting. it's shifting. Yeah, well, it's shifting. I feel like thing. it could have shifting. It, it could have taken two turns, mm-hmm. you know, because at the same time that new balance became popular right there was also that weird moment where like all of a sudden i very ironically speaking and i mm-hmm. feel like it didn't have as much legs because the thing about new balance to me is that even though people are like these are dad shoes etc cetera, etc cetera, mm-hmm. you know yeah. these are whatever they're they're rooted in something good and tangible and like worthwhile right meaning they're, performance running or they're just like expensive shoes made out craftsmanship. of craftsmanship made out of great material great materials yeah. great quality right and then at the same time ironically the nike monarch became a thing which yes, is nike monarch Four, a great not a great sorry it's a it's a big dad shoe one of nike's biggest selling SKUs of all time mm-hmm. jason maiden right yes that's right um but i think he did actually did the monarch two or my, my bugging anyways. i think he designed the four anyways but it could have gone either way. But I feel like the monarch thing of being ironically yeah. into the shoe wasn't rooted in anything that was long lasting. And you feel like that's why it petered out. Yeah, because it was just like, hey, I'm hey, I'm jokingly looking like my dad. Yeah, you know. But where the New Balance was more of like an appreciation of my these are the shoes that my dad may wear, mm-hmm. but I'm maybe like my my, t- my taste or maybe like more maturing. It's like the it's like the father shoe, not the not the dad. Mm, not I the, like that. Not the dad got shoe. It, got it. I like it, that. Got it. And Stephen Smith had even said too, where he's like, "Oh, why are these desirable? Or why are they viewed as like this covetable thing?" And he's like, "You think about the idea of a dad, right?" And like he ha- he's like a a strong figure that has his life under control and like his this finances. Sound familiar at all. And, you know, has a... (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. And, like, maybe he has, like, a nice watch or whatever. And it's, like, there's, like, some sort of, like, comforting-ness to it. And he said that that's why he thought that the idea of father's footwear... It's, like,
2: stability. Yeah. Where people look towards it. Yeah. And I think, too, that New Balance had its own versions of the dad shoe that you could compare to the Monarch that mm-hmm. the don't really... Yeah, 624, like the new balance shoes that you would buy at Costco is what I think about the most. But that version of dad shoe, white leather with yeah. navy trim and things like that, that I think was bigger in the early era of this this term and this wave. And I think had a lot to do also with Normcore popping off at the yeah. time and this... Part of it is ironic, but part of it also just wanting to look as plain as possible. Mm -hmm. But to me, that has subsided now to where when you think about dad shoe, it is still about chunkiness to an extent. And I think a chunky sole is maybe the hallmark of that style still. But now that term, I think we use it to describe a lot of 2000s, things that were relatively affordable, but uh, performance running shoes at the time, you know, things that now i'm a leon is working on
1: with new balance or just just a wider v- array I, th- I think it's like a it's it's a interesting because you know you have new balance 990 and it's like maybe like a very like suburban shoe mm-hmm. you know but then it also was like a very real like dmv era like hustler shoes mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it gave it like that much of like credibility where like you there was a whole built-in audience that, of like a totally separate audience yeah that gave a legitimate cosign to that footwear where it's like the monarch and stuff like that never had that yeah so it was able to propel it forward and like make it cool to to some degree within a certain you know audience i never forget that nike was trying to make the monarch a cool ironic
2: thing at the time too they, taking it they back did to a fathers
1: they actually did a father's day version of it too that was like a sneakers
2: only yeah exactly uh, they or, did a uh a Pete Carroll version yeah. of it, right? You know, yes. uh, the, talking see, about I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I got that.
0: The blue and green one. And there
2: was the the Martin Rose collaboration. Yes. It looked like they did been the, put in the microwave with just, the big it, bubbles on yes. it. Yeah, that's just that's the, the wrong kind of bubbles on the yeah. shoe.
1: Martin Rose did like the the slip on shocks, and I feel like that shoes I love those a lot more well received. It was like that. Those mo- are dope. That Monarch was just like it just wasn't it. It was yeah. just like you're. I see what you're trying to do, but it just doesn't work. Yeah. You know.
0: But getting to like this now. There's like this is another boom for sure.
2: That yeah, we've seen. I mean, I don't and it think feels it's, like it's it's,
0: it's just the continuation. But I didn't pay full attention this weekend or over the weekend. I saw the three Asics. Uh, that yeah, the
1: twenty one sixties.
0: That were like I, I think you commented like yeah. they're just running shoes that you would find on the shelves. Yeah, they were they were
1: never we we mentioned this previously, it's like all these shoes now, I don't want to create this false narrative. There's a lot of people who were like, oh yeah, but if you were in the know, these shoes were cool back then, it's like- uh, more, no, Everything
2: uh, is a classic, you use this- No, 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 they, they weren't. Classic, classic. But that, but they, were, they
1: were great shoes. They were great shoes in the sense that these were like Ru- great running like sneakers. The Keanu. Yeah, great like the Kayano. Yeah, served their purpose. Like, yeah, like yes.
0: I remember the, the gel Kayano was like the best running shoe- It was shoe the best for, running shoe on the market. For decades. Like, I just remember that was the cross country shoe. If you, and when I was in high High school all the way up to recently and like to your point
1: i i don't know
0: there was a no lot of people that wore it outside there of was the no trails. one who yeah. like they yeah. were
1: like oh like you know like the, there's always this kind of like uh uh narrative where people were like oh you know but the few cool guys knew about mm-hmm. it yeah. they, they didn't were wear the, fits the no there, there, was was there was nobody on home there was nobody i feel like <laughs> i've heard stories like kind of like maybe in like australia mm-hmm. or maybe in like maybe like northern europe that were like these models did have some sort of like street like which ones the A6 ones in particular yeah yeah, yeah. especially 6 gel i feel like i've heard that it's a thing in australia where it kind of similar to a tn mm-hmm. vibe but beyond that there is no real like you're not going to find photos of like uh cool people or like the 21st century wearing these shoes yeah there's not like oh the, like Oh, I saw this rapper wearing the shoes back then and like he was onto it early. It's like yeah. it doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And one thing I don't know if we're bouncing around, but like the ALD eight sixty. Yeah, that's a thing right now. Is right? that
2: a, is that a dad shoe? Are we calling that a dad shoe? I don't think
0: so. I, I don't think it, I don't think it's a dad shoe. I just think it's encapsulating the mesh yes. runner. And I'm wondering clean mesh,
2: silver synthetic panels.
0: I'm wondering, and I see them a lot like on the street. One on one, like I see them a lot. They look very I know that you you have a pair. Yep. You have a pair too, right? Yeah. And I see them a lot on the street, and it's a shoe that I probably wouldn't wear, but they look great when I see them out. And I'm wondering, and I think I like I see them downtown, and I'm wondering, is there any way that he could do what he did with the five
2: fifty with this eight sixty? In terms of making it as hot as a five fifty? I feel, yes. like the stage, yes. I feel like the stage is set. Is it set, possible? I don't know if that's the exact model, and I don't know if New Balance is going to put the resources behind it to make it that, but I feel like the stage is set to take us there because the 550 arrived at a time when these relatively plain, leather, yeah. low-mid-ish shoes were, were right in vogue. Nike's Dunk obviously had a ton to do with that, and the 550 was— Air Force One as well. Yeah, in, mm-hmm. in the same vein. Now— I think we need a lot more propping up of this uh, 2000s retro runner mesh and synthetic panels for the 860 V2 to become a thing on the level of the 550. I don't think it will, but I think it could, and I think if anybody's going to do it. Do you think
0: that one over the 1906,
1: or do you think we're going to see which one rises? Maybe both. I mean, it's like you saw the first... Semblances of it with the 2002R, yeah, such a mainstream shoe. Yeah, that yes. is the one actually. Yeah. That
2: one did it's, that way more than, than yeah, 860 V2 Do you think or anything. That one
0: else? is still the most popular
1: out of I, those three. I think so. Maybe it's like, shift, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, chill, oh, yeah, 2002R yeah. like, oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I feel like maybe like the tastes are starting to slowly shift, okay. But with that said, it's it's funny because the 860 V2, it's similar to the Nike Vumero in, mm. it, in its arc story where it's like in 2018 the shoe was retroed in, in the original colorway and they actually did two collaborations with Dime Montreal mm-hmm. now doing the 2160 oddly enough there was a white pair and then like a navy and black pair with gold writing on it and that shoe just went so under the radar yeah at that moment Those are just, hard but nobody was it like just it just was a, it was ahead the of its time the New Balance thing was still gaining steam it wasn't where it's at right now that mesh runner thing it just wasn't it and I have to look back at those shoes, and I'm like, man, those were so early. It's just like there's a bunch of Vumeros that came out like what, like 2019. Mm-hmm. The, like the white and like green pair, which I don't think look mm-hmm. great. By SP any... pairs, the white and the black. I have. Yeah, one I don't of those think there's like a there's like a ahead of my time as always. There's like a crimson red pair as well. Yeah. I don't think those shoes look well, good. Like
0: an electric green too.
1: Yeah, I don't think they look good, but they were like early in- iterations of brands trying to step into this playground and like not really. It working out
0: but let's dissect going back to like the kayano or even like would you consider like the gel 1130 as one same shoe it's like they, so they had why is it happening
1: now I don't know so the it's funny because for his the collaborators historical references Asics had two run or three they had more than three running shoes but you mm-hmm. had the kayano which was the top mm-hmm. end shoe so mm-hmm. the Cayano was probably a hundred and forty dollars I think the 21 series was like 2120, 2130, 2140, mm-hmm. 2160 now was like a hundred to a hundred and twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. And then there was the eleven series, so like eleven thirty, which was between eighty and a hundred bucks. So they were like price tiered out. Sure. And the Kayano had the most gel. Yeah. 2160 yeah. had a little bit more gel. Yeah. And the eleven thirty had like the least amount of gel. And people were like, Well, what's the difference between the shoe? Why are you trying to charge me more? And I'm like, I would bring out all three sometimes and be mm-hmm. like just try them on. Good and sales like, tactic. But they're very – As per usual. Very yeah. similar They'll in construction. Yep. But we're like – Asics, out of all the brands at the time, was not trying to rip you off and like, why is this shoe more money? It looks the same. But yeah. But it, it felt different.
2: Do we think – And I want to keep returning to this question because I think it's interesting. Do we think what Asics is doing right now is that dad shoe – Sometimes I see the Jound A6 and people refer to that as a dad shoe, is that, the is that a dad shoe. It just
0: feels like I label it like performance runner that has hit the streets. So retro I, running. That's what I Retro remember. running. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, I what I don't look at it as. It's not
2: chunky enough?
0: Yeah. No, I just don't put it in the category of like.
1: I, I don't know. For whatever
0: undefined. You think term so, wealthy? Is.
1: I think so because. You do. It's connected to that. Two years ago. Norm Two years ago. I had received some shoes from Asics at the time, mm-hmm. and they sent me a pair of Kayano 14s, the retro. It mm-hmm. was an all-gray pair with a white midsole. And I remember at the time, so I was wearing like 990s, but like the Kayano was like a little sportier, but it was definitely a lot more like suburban dad yeah. than the 990s. were. Time, Even though the 990s like a huge suburban dad shoe, mm-hmm. the Kayano was like another step towards that whole aesthetic and I remember at first I was like
2: I don't you weren't sure
1: if you could do it yeah I remember like putting them on and like I don't I, uh, I was like wrestling with it in my head a little bit I'm like what was the dialogue it
2: was just like is it part of this thing of trying too hard to or just remembering cool in
1: order to look cool or remembering where these shoes
2: came from your experiences with them. Yes.
1: And like not trying to create this like false narrative of like those were hot back in the day. Yeah. And like, just knowing what I'm putting on right now, I felt like, man, this is so like, like you were lying to yourself. Yeah. But then I ended up like wearing them like casually just like out to the store. And yeah. Like, but they're pretty comfortable. And yeah. then like, they just started like looking like a little better, a little better. And then I think last year, like a year and a half ago, the, uh, there was a HAL Studios, mm-hmm. Highs and Low. They did a first pair, which was like Australia exclusive, which is like a brown suede. And You're that, a big fan of those. Ronnie Fieg is a big fan of those. That shoe came out, and everyone, like when I started wearing them online, I didn't know people realized it. They're like, yo, that shoe is dope. I remember wearing the shoe in New York, and I went to Nepenthes and having them on feet, and the guy working there was like, yo... I was wondering what those looked like on feet. They look – not that they look bad, but he's like they look even, even better on feet than they did on the internet. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so this is like a – This, this is, is a thing. People know about this. I remember posting it, and Ronnie said to me, he's like, oh, Matt did a really good – Matt from highs and lows did a really good mm. job designing the those shoe. Those are good. Those shoe. are good. He's like, that's not an easy model to make look cool, and he he did it. So – and then now Ronnie has yep. this whole – a six pack this summer where he has the 1130 in the kayano 14 Mm -hmm. which those shoes are like it feels like they're taking off you know
0: Mm -hmm. yeah definitely
2: i also like this style and this trend or whatever you want to call it because to me these shoes feel like the opposite of a panda dunk in terms of fair point, in, in, All in terms of the era they're from, fair point. the design—they come from a different planet. <laughs> the attention, yeah, and and it's, it feels like kind of the right—I don't want to say answer because they were happening um, at the same time to an extent, but the right yin to the yang. It's the opposite end of the spectrum, and you're seeing them on the street. Yeah,
0: you know, exactly. Like sprinkled in one interesting thing, I thought of. I want to get your take on it. Do you think Balenciaga doing? The fashion runner had anything to do with the uptick in sneakerheads wearing the casual runners? You mean that that
2: shoe that looks a lot like, like, May- has like Asics? Asics yeah. Justin Bieber worm, right? Well, well,
0: prominent like hip hop artists and and people are still wearing them.
2: Yeah, I think that contributed. Although I think that if we want to give Balenciaga credit in this arena, no pun intended. Honestly, total accident. That's wow, just how that my brain good. works. It took me a second. That they deserve credit for the Triple S more than anything. Okay. Just taking it back to the purest version of dad shoes. That shoe, I think, influenced things in a
0: huge way. They were part of the the dad shoe with the mm-hmm. Triple S. It seems like this shoe, obviously, everyone, I think you could like Google Balenciaga A6 and it pops up. That's Th- how, those are kind
2: of nice to me. That's how much uh, were, of a... Were they not, you know, yeah, three times the price of a regular running sneaker? I'd be interested in It's
0: it. the one that you look at and you think, about it more than maybe you thought you would yeah, yeah, like yeah. when you see them
1: we talk about you know the 860 V2 um, being such a shoe that uh, like the ALD version but we also forget ALD 827 there was like the three colorways of yep. it there's like the white and white and uh, yellow. There's like the white and red with the green yeah. and blue. There, I have to actually look at that. There the was <laughs> the <New laughs> do yeah. get the, the woman, the woman who was sitting, Brendan, the woman who was sitting next to Alexander Arnaud yes. court side, ha, and, of and course, like, yeah. was wearing... But, yeah. Yes, these are hard. Yep. Yeah. But that, I feel like that was one of the... They didn't really catch on at the moment because it was like people had known ALD Early. for like 990 V2 was like their first like big shoe. It was like the first kind of look into that like style becoming of, yeah. a thing. And I feel like maybe if they release now they'd be well received a little better i kind of want a pair of those it, it's funny too because so people talk about the 2002 are being yeah. one of the shoes that kind of like sparked this trend obviously 1906 so people don't know that shoe the 2002 and the 1906 are both actual like archival shoes from new balance that right. were much more of a like a white mesh gauge runner but the thing was is they like the Kayano, they had a full like gel midsole on it that's not something that new balance makes anymore mm, okay. so they actually took the midsole from the 860 v2 and that's what's on the 2002 r that's why 2002 r it's not the new balance 2002 yeah got it and i had interviewed the designer of the new balance 2002 when that shoe first came out the original shoe yeah and i was like oh he he was like dude i never thought that and that shoe was super expensive at the time i think it was like a 200 plus dollar sneaker and he's Mm. like, i never thought that this shoe was going to be like a, a big thing you know I never thought that you'd be talking to me 10 years later interviewing me about it I yeah. remember like I found a blog post from Ronnie Feig at the time on like his Kith NYC blog where he used to just like post blog mm-hmm. stuff you know and he's like New Balance just sent me these they're like crazy comfortable I think they're like the top mm-hmm. performance shoe on the market and We talk about these dad shoes and these like shoes that talk about like father stability whatever you want to call it and he said that when he designed the new balance 2002 originally he had his deck and he had the ceo in, in um mind, not the New Balance CEO, but just the, it was like the CEO mindset. Yeah. Mm. Shoe. Okay. So he had a uh, he had a mood board of like the New Balance CEO at the time, and I think he had like some crazy like sports car, and he also had like a Audemars Joe <laughs> watch that like somehow this was the lifestyle of the person who was purchasing Damn. this two hundred person who's into this stuff. This two hundred plus like techie. How do you yeah. feel about that? New, it's just it's interesting to see where like it was never intended to be like cool in that yeah. era mm-hmm. of culture because you look at that era of culture of what moved culture. When did the shoe first come out? I think, oh man, I'm going to get this year wrong but I, I want to say it was like 2008, 2009, okay. like that Late era. 2000s. Yeah, and you think about more like patent Air Force Ones yeah. and like Ye- Skittles, Yeezy Skittles One Skittles, and like yeah. that stuff. Like that's, it wasn't what was influencing street culture in any former fashion. But now you look back at it and you see like the little elements and threads of like maybe the sneak like sneaker heads are getting older yeah as well yeah. and like the people who are making decisions that the brands are getting older yeah as well and they're like maybe they're like looking for to make things that are like appeal to their age demographic a little more and make them cool you know yeah. and you can't
2: talk CEO sneakers and new bounce without mentioning Steve Jobs of course I feel like his his looks with the New Balance 99Xs helped make that shoe iconic. Well,
1: I remember it because I remember talking to, we'd mentioned it two weeks ago, my friend, our friend, Rob Stewart, Glasgow Mm. Rob. When I interviewed him originally about the New Balance shoe coming back, he goes, look. Which shoe? Just the New Balance trend. Mm -hmm. Like in in 2017, when the New Balance trend was coming back or becoming a thing. And he goes, look at it. He's like, you want to talk about great design? He's like, the shoe's co-signed by Steve Jobs. Who knows more about design than, than Steve Jobs? That's dope.
2: Please go read my interview with the original people who put together the New Balance 992, which was centered around Steve Jobs wearing it. Definitely go read that. We'll put the screenshot. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <you>. Question, though.
0: <laughs> I remember during the dad Shoe 2018 or 20... The, what the peak, yeah. I would say the Kanye wave runner
2: was a big part of it. Yeah. Oh Yeah. yeah. Well, Stephen Smith, it, yeah.
0: Is it going to be weird if this trend really takes off and there's no Kanye footwear part of it?
2: Yeah, I think so. Because I think that a lot of those shoes they were making helped set the stage for this. Is uh, it's it
0: right? Like, I feel like he was fully leaned into Yeah. kind of like... That shoe, so I'm winning.
2: In a really intentional way, too, because the, of Steven
1: Smith, like hiring exactly. him specifically because of all the shoes he'd done in the past. I had an interesting convo. So our, our friend Anders, who was on here, right? Mm. I feel like this is like the whole con- like part of the conversation that we had with him about yeah. like all of these shoes. And we've been like really digging at like what's what's like the core that's leading this yeah, uh, like trend or whatever, mm-hmm. and he gave me this. Huge, which sorry, what which you, trend? Which trend? Just yeah. this whole like mesh, mesh, mesh runners. but mesh, but also like trail. Because I feel like trail hiking yeah, shoes yeah, yeah. are like a, like stuff like this are like adjacent to it. And he gave me this whole his whole thesis, and I yeah. just want to. He goes. Sneakers used to be just for kids. Kids play sports like basketball. So kids would buy the most advanced footwear for the things they wanted people to think they could do. Play basketball. Now adults wear sneakers, but everyone knows adults are generally not playing basketball. What do adults do? They run and hike. So now we we wear the most advanced footwear for the thing we want people to think we do. Wearing basketball shoes as an adult is almost like putting on a costume. You're dressing up as the coolest kid from your middle school. Wow. I, oh,
2: he wow. really thought he, this through. We might okay. have to give him a byline yeah, for you that. We need <laughs> to give him a quote card for yeah, that. Yeah, he's going to send us a, an invoice or But something. I guess it makes sense. Did like, say we
0: could say that?
1: Well, I'll, okay. I'll ask him. But we'll, we'll put it out <laughs> no. I'll ask him after we record yeah, it. Okay. <laughs> we can always cut it. He's on the record? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, but like you talk about like you know as you get older it's like how you want to participate like people do still play basketball i'm not like trying to put out there like like you don't play basketball so don't don't misconstrue it but it's like like, it (laughs) just feels like the controversy (laughs) no no no. it just feels like the average it's like like a lot of people just try to like be active and get exercise they go for a hike or they just go for a walk or run so they want to get shoes that fit that lifestyle so maybe like that's where interest in the shoes is coming from
0: super random is anyone watching the bear no no oh man okay (laughs) uh lionel boyce on there Uh um de stefano interviewed the costume designer first of all great show i did nine episodes in like one day but it's based in chicago and one of the characters marcus is wearing a pair of infrared sixes beat up and when i tell you they look So.
2: Brought the feeling back for you. Restored. Don C. Yes.
0: Restored the feeling so perfectly. Just a little aside.
2: Can we go back to what we were talking about?
0: Yes. Sorry. But it is an aside. If you're watching, watching, comment that you're, you know what I'm talking
2: about. (laughs) There's one more dad shoe I want to mention that I am happy. And I didn't even realize it went away, but it's expired now. And I'm so glad that we're seeing less of it. Yeah. Because to me, alongside the Balenciaga Triple S to an extent, this was one of the ones that upset me the most to see out and about. Do you know what it is? No, I want to hear it. What brand? The brand will give it away.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: They've finally gone away, but this was so heavy. In that peak before it transitioned to the mesh thing, um, Fila disruptor two. Oh uh, wow! I didn't even realize. Do you remember how many Fila disruptor twos we were seeing? How they many made they were, so much like, so sales panda, figures. They made so much money. The sales off that.
0: figures that they were saying.
2: Oh my god! And I saw a pair on the train the other day, and it, it was it, it was well, like seeing bet. an old enemy where you <laughs> forgot they'd <laughs> okay. even existed. You know? Wow! Well, I, mean, I shudder. Remember that? I shudder at the sight. They know, moved that, so is it, am, many. Am, am I right to say that that was part of dad shoe? era that was chunky, part of that like the soul
1: yeah that was part of that but you know now i feel like because just we didn't have it mentioned it but just for for everyone who's watching us like, you know we talk a lot about the voomero obviously that's huge right now mm-hmm. same era uh Saucony has a handful of shoes mm-hmm. coming back um and it's funny because a lot of these brands have like archives that Sneakerheads have loved for a while, like Saucony and Asics, like a Gel Light 3, uh, a Saucony Shadow mm-hmm. 6,000. But people are, like, not moving away from those things, but they're discovering there's other things from offerings from these brands. Wearing a brand like Saucony or Asics isn't as foreign to sneakerheads as people may think it is, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, you know, people like Ronnie and Extra Butter and Soulbox have mm-hmm. all done collaborations with these brands throughout the years. So they're in the waters, you know, but I think... One of one of the last like thoughts I've had about this is like when we talk about like why trail footwear and why these like athletic shoes are so popular is that it's the it's the common like adage that like all like fashion comes through pur- purposeful de- design and it's like mm. not not to like play off Nike's thing but like right. these things were created Function. these things were created with like functional mm. aspects done to it the shoe looks that way because they needed to perform a certain task like the Stan Smith had holes in the side of it because he the sweat. the sweat came out of the shoe so it's like we're at a day and age where i feel like sneaker culture sneaker design was designed for design sake you know where we're like past this whole sports thing where it's like a yeezy 350 or a yeezy wave runner it's like mm-hmm. as much as it looks the part there's no like real like functional design to right, it it's other just, than going to the airport yeah it's designed to just be like a a cool looking shoe and that's totally fine. Right. But there wasn't design where it's like, Hey, this needs to be able to like breathe through a hike or like through a run or something like that. And I feel like maybe people are going back to these shoes that have all these technical aspects to them because it's all this design that was created with that in mind. And it's like now meaning and purpose. Now people are finding a way to take that and like manipulate it all like a Joe fresh goods to like make it look cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of it is through like everything collaboration and colorways. Yeah. One thing that we should say before we go, and we should not leave this topic without mentioning on yeah. An and Hoka.
1: So big right now. Like that's I a whole nother. It, th- it, yeah,
0: It is. But like seeing those on the street and maybe, sure. Maybe it's not the sneakerhead dem, but big brands have to be paying attention. But they're slowly, yeah. they There's have to be paying attention. They're working their
2: way. in. you've seen Matt wealthy on this show with ons on his like, feet. Yeah, but slowly, I went on vacation in 2020 It only brought the the Come on. The Ons, or not the Ons, oh, sorry. Yeah, the no, Hokus is my did. only sneaker, yeah. They're but all I've over, never owned and it Parallons.
0: has to, it's like, all right, what's going on here? What's And now. What's going on? Now, yeah, exactly, what's going on? But now <laughs> they're everywhere, and I think that's also fueling this. Yeah. You as had well. you
1: had mentioned it too, where it's like Earnings call, yeah. Yeah, where they talk about he, you know, said,
0: he mentioned that quote, right?
1: Yeah, or like anti-hype footwear where people are looking to just yeah. wear like regular shoes yeah. and it's like it sneakers for so like the past like pandemic era up until now, it, it was just so dominated by Jordan One and Dunk, which there obviously are iconic pieces of design, but they're the most minimalist design there is out there it's like clean th- basic yeah leather so, yeah but not saying that there isn't design elements on the shoe but it's like the most like stripped down like apple steve jobs like version of like we're going to give you a simplified version of a shoe right mm-hmm. and it feels like as that saturated the market it was like we talk about natural reactions right yeah. in in all culture and all trends why did chunky shoes become a thing right is because the whole knit shoe sock shoe adidas ultra boost nmd was like the biggest thing and you need a counter reaction to that so what the counter reaction is is these chunky dad shoes right now we reach an era where like the only thing that's popular was simple dunk jordan one leather super clean what's the natural reaction yeah. to that super technical mesh footwear yeah, with a all lot these going on yeah. yeah yeah exactly
0: did performance mesh runners Kill the Panda Dunk. That's our headline. Yeah. Is that it? (laughs) But even like Joe, even so, like a shoe like this. Yeah.
1: Even a shoe like this. So, like, talk about like something like Solomon, right? Where it's like, it's like one of the adjacent outdoorsy brands. I know you guys said you don't really see as many like suburban dads wearing it, but I I, I do see people just wearing who aren't into sneakers. Solomon's? Yeah. Just wearing a Solomon's out in the wild.
0: I don't see it that much. People who
1: probably bought them at like REI and just have it. Hmm. All right. But I remember at first it was like, you were kind of like testing the waters with with Solomon, you know. Like they had hit us up, and I was like, "Oh, you know, uh, are are you into Solomon?" And I think at the time you were like, "Oh, like I'll I'll, I'll check it out," you I'll know. you're Like towing to the water, wasn't, and you <laughs> end up the first pair time. you end up first pair you end up getting sign. was that tie dye pair, yeah. right? And that was like your first like introduction yeah. to the brand. But it took that like little bit of convincing to like step outside of like the sneakerhead comfort zone, and mm. then all bit, of a sudden, yeah. once you feel comfortable wearing it, you're like, "Oh, this is cool." I'm, Great, I'm, and even in the summer. Listen, there, there's, one more,
2: there's one more call I want to put out there before we go because I feel like we have this power. Yeah. I don't know how much people love the episodes where we have a big exec from a big brand on. Sometimes they do well. Sometimes they don't. But we need, like, the Hoka CEO or the On yes. CEO on here or something.
1: Yes. Straight from straight from Switzerland. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Let's do that soon. Let's do it. Or On, if you want to get us, Roger Federer, to come on the podcast. We'd be happy to chat with him. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? Sorry, we can just wrap this up. This I'll is be the last thing. It's like, we totally forget how, like, we talk about how big on is at mm-hmm. this moment. And I feel like people totally forget the that fact it's st- that, like, st- no, that Roger Federer yeah. left Nike yes. to go to on. I was yeah. thinking
0: about that. I That gets lost. I think, how like, how much of a power move was that,
1: like, on his? And then he made, it's like, what? He, what? Made, he made millions and millions and millions of dollars off of that. I thought about that the other day because you're leaving. He Nike owns a part for, of the company. Yeah. yeah. you're leaving, Now, look. That was like one of the biggest like forward thinking like s- sneaker I thought power about that moves. the other day. Yeah. that's a good point. Didn't we we'll all
2: have th- to sit down with him and talk about we it. We all thought yeah. he
1: was like a, everyone's like oh he's a fool for doing that. You're leaving Nike? That's the first reaction sometimes and now. You know how I said I'm in London right now? I'll be at Wimbledon maybe looking for him.
0: Okay.
2: Maybe I'll see if I can No uh, wonder get he get packed the loafers. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he packed the loafers. Going to Wimbledon. All right. Well, enjoy your trip. Thanks, Joe. Yep.
0: This has been the Complex Sneakers podcast. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Please like, subscribe. We will see you next week. Our producer is David Matthews. Our associate producer is Jillian Hardman-Webb. Audio editing done by Haley Choi. Special thanks to Jen Stewart, Shiva Bayet, and Haley Choi. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.